Anayana, and I'm here with... Uh, hey, what's you? All right, and uh, we have a few topics to touch on uh, that we weren't able to touch on uh, since we had the week gap in between our episodes. But, um, okay, so the B-Side 2 event uh, took place at Webster Hall. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, at Broccoli City Festival, you had uh, Pharrell something in the water. Um, you also had Katie drop, what, did he have, like, 40 against the Rockets? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he had, like, 40 against the Rockets. Not not sure of the actual number, but it, it was he, he did a lot of damage in that game. Um, and so we're going to give our game picks for um, tonight. You got the Boston Celtics going up against the Bucks, and then you have the Warriors taking on the Rockets. Um, so both – both games are going to be great. Um, we're just going to give our picks and let you guys know who we think are going to win tonight. All right, so let's go ahead and start on the B-Sides 2 show. Um, do you want to pitch in on anything and say anything about what you um, saw? I watched, I watched it. It was phenomenal. So I was able to see a lot of different clips and stuff like that. Um, it was really cool to see. You know, everybody's still paying homage and tribute to Missy Hustle as well. JG did a really good job of that. Um, mm-hmm. I was really, I was also really hyped to see um, him bring Nas out. I uh, did a few songs with him. He brought Cameron out too, which uh-huh. which was awesome because I'm, I'm a huge Cameron and Dipset fan, so that was cool to see that mm-hmm. too. Um, all in all, it was, it was really good. I'm glad that you know Jay Z is at a level he can still you know make all these business moves but still come back out and be celebrated for what he did for rap music and still bring everybody out like that and have them honor him and stuff like that as well. So I, I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked like it was a pretty awesome show. I wish I would have been able to be there. Um, it looked like it was it was pretty cool. So, um, you know, shout out to Jay-Z on that um, piece, B-Size 2 event. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it was necessarily one of those things where you kind of look at him and compare him to the other rappers sometimes and you kind of realize that they're, they're really there's really no comparison really. Especially right now in the hip hop uh, game at this moment, there's really no comparison as far as what Jay Z can do. Have a sold out show at Webster Hall, um, just open Webster Hall back up just for that show. <laughs> and listen, exactly, Webster yeah. Hall was closed and he opened the show. He opened the location back up just for the B Side Two show. Yeah. All right, that's already legendary in itself. And then not only that, it was decked out really nice. They had a chandelier of, of a rock of, a, of the rock sign which is just crazy because, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, who does that kind of stuff? And also, too, to touch on the Nipsey Hussle, um, the freestyle that he did do, I thought it was cool. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I, I figured that this is going to be going on for a while with the, you know, paying homage type stuff. Um, but, I mean, I think Hope's at a point right now where we kind of want to get a new album. Um, I think that's probably going to be the motivation behind what he's doing, and uh, he'll probably come out with something something very soon. And that's usually what Jay Z does. He'll take a little time off. He'll take a little time off, and then he'll come back, and then he'll drop us with another album. You know, go on tour and stuff like that. But I think that him doing the Webster Hall show was kind of like a a warm up for eventually him dropping a new album. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think so, because that's what he does all the time. I mean, Jay-Z will just come out of nowhere and then just do something legendary, and then he'll go back into hiding, but then he'll come back out, and then next thing you know when he comes back out, it'll be an album drop. 
or, you know, just something. But who knows? Him and Beyonce might collaborate on an album, on another album, collaborative tape like they did. It dropped out of nowhere. What Wasn't that just, what, last year? So, yeah, I mean, it, it was. He could possibly do that as well. So, you know, at, at this point, it's just kind of like, you know, I mean, we've always, you always see legendary stuff out of Jay-Z, so, you know, you never can put a finger on what exactly he's going to do. So that right there with the Webster Hall, uh, with him doing the Webster Hall show with the B-Side Shoes, it's another example of that. Um, also, too, um, the Pharrell something in the water took place. Um, obviously, I wasn't able to be there. That would have been a cool uh, show, but I definitely wouldn't want to be there with all of those. Uh, it, was, it was really packed. It was it was super packed, and I'm pretty sure media probably didn't get that much leeway either. So uh, it probably would have been just people on top of uh, everybody smothered, and I hate being at concerts when it's like that. But as far as the performances, wow, like he brought out so many people, Timbaland, Timbaland and Missy Elliott, uh, Snoop yeah. Dogg, um, well, he brought out Jay Z. I mean, yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. Um, it, it, was it was amazing to see everybody come out there, um, and for that to be like the first festival and it to be mm-hmm. so successful on the first go round. Like most yeah. of the time, like even, even with the you know the frat fest or whatever they made the documentary on, that was a disaster. <laughs> and you kind of like you see people on their first go-around doing a festival, it's like, oh, maybe it's overhyped, or maybe these people won't show up, but everybody that was on the bill to show up showed up, right. and they did, like, an awesome performance. So I'm really mm-hmm. happy for Pharrell for bringing and putting that together. And it was yeah. also really good for uh, Virginia Beach, too. They got a lot of tourism, a lot of money with the city, like, this past weekend for that for that uh, right. festival. And just so remember, it was really, really cool to see. Yeah, and just remember that Pharrell is really one of the only few legends that can really do that. Put a put a show together like that and have that many people come out for him. Exactly, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what you have to remember. Like he, we there there are festivals that go on, but you know, Pharrell I think the fact that there were so many people, especially so many artists that wanted to be a part, um, this was basically based on it being uh Pharrell. Like, they wanted to come out right. and do this for... And, and work with Pharrell for, and see Pharrell and all that. It's like, right. He, he's so a legend. It was just a, yeah, right. It was a legendary event. And um, uh, I think Chris Bond also performed. He brought out Trey Songz. Um, Janelle Monet performed. That yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was awesome. But she's a great performer. Um, you know, so, yeah, it was just a pretty awesome... It looked like it was a pretty awesome turnout. Um, like I said... I would have definitely loved to be there, but not with all of those people. It looked like it was so crowded. I probably would have got lost in the in the mist. <laughs> probably. Yeah, so I mean, most of those festivals are, are extra yeah. crowded like that. So, right. I mean, that's that's kind of like the gamble of going to those. It's like you right. want to go and you see, see your favorite artist, but then who's your favorite artist is done. It's like, hey, I have exactly. to get out of here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, it's, it's always crazy stuff going on at those shows as well. You know, um, artists jump into the crowd, and, you know, then you have people that want to jump and jump everywhere. And, you know, oh, no, no, it's just always so much stuff going on. But, yeah, it was right, definitely a, right. it definitely looked like it was a good uh, good turnout for that event. Um, also, you wanted to mention that Broccoli City Festival took place this weekend. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Broccoli City Festival happened up in uh, D.C. this past weekend as well. So I thought that was cool that two uh, festivals happened like three hours away from each other over the weekend. Um, this is yeah. the fifth annual Rocky, no, sixth now, sixth year. I'm pretty, City Festival. 
They yeah. had uh, YB and Corday. Um, okay. Lil Wayne came and mm-hmm. did a few songs. Uh, Childish Gambino closed okay. it out. It was it was dope to see. Uh, okay. And hear hear all that, and it, it was just cool. It, I think it's really cool because like a lot of local uh, artists from DC, Maryland, and uh, Virginia get to perform at Drama City Festival mm-hmm. and they get to start from there too. So it's it's yeah. cool to see like the local artists and some of the bigger names kind of combine and uh-huh. showcase at that. So. I, yeah, give them props for you know continuing to do that too, and it's it's always mm-hmm. like every year because I've been uh, I went two years in a row, and every year it, it's rained, so it it rained again this past weekend up there. So I, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it's gonna be like um, I'm pretty sure that it, well, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of media journalists people going back and forth from from one event to the other if it was only three hours away. Yeah, exactly. It had it to be, especially with the with the time with the gap, um, the time gap on uh, certain people that performed. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it was a lot of them really um, doing a lot over the weekend, which is which is good. Put in as much work as you can. Um, also, Schoolboy Q mentioned that um, he he mentioned that uh, Drake. I don't I, I don't know who this. Particular. Oh no, he did a uh, interview with um, uh, Peter Rosenberg of Hot 97, and um, okay. he basically says that uh, he basically said that Drake is is um, I don't know I don't know if he mentioned underrated, but I know he says that Drake is one of the best artists um, out, and that he doesn't get enough credit uh, for being. Nobody wants to admit that he's one of the best. Um, uh, I'm not too sure why he feels that way, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like Drake, but to to say that he's one of the best ever, it depends on what exactly you're saying. Are you saying as far as with versatility? Are you like what exactly? Because as far as rapper wise, no, I don't think so. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I have a lot of favorite rappers. There are Drake has a lot of catchy songs. He has a lot of he like he has catchy uh stuff, but as far as saying he's one of you know, like I can't for some reason I just can't put him on a J. Cole level, unfortunately. Now there are people that are gonna say I'm crazy for that, but um uh, that's just my opinion. Everybody's entitled to have their opinion, especially when it comes down to music. Nobody's gonna like the same people. There are people that I say, I say Ghostface Killer is one of the top 10 uh, rappers to ever rap. There are people that might think the Ghostface Killer is not one of the top 10. But I think he is. So at the end of the day, if I think he is, then he is. You know what I'm saying? And that's my opinion, though. But as far as this schoolboy Q saying that he feels like he's one of the best ever and nobody's going to admit it, no. Everybody's entitled to feel like they, everybody's entitled to have that opinion. If they do not feel like Drake is one of the best ever, then they don't have to. Um, I think Schoolboy Q is just, in my personal opinion, he could possibly be friends with Drake, or they could have done music together, or whatever the case may be. But it was recently an interview where he said he feels like Kendrick Lamar has a lot of uh, D writers, basically. Mm. Now, and I right, and I and I and I said to myself, if you're somebody to sign with TDE personally, when you say that somebody in your camp has D writers. That's sort of kind of like, those are like hater words, in my opinion, because 
regardless of what, Kendrick is nice. So it doesn't matter who all likes him. It's like if they like what they're hearing from Kendrick Lamar and they feel like he's one of the best, then it necessarily shouldn't be a – that shouldn't even come up in your mind. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you're getting what I'm saying here, like for him to be a part of TDE and to say that, it's kind of like, I don't know. I think that was a little not too sure why he said that. But, yeah, he definitely went on to say that. And I, I mean, I don't know what you thought about that, but you can go ahead. Um, I don't really have an opinion because I don't, I don't care for Drake that much. Like, right. I, I could say he's, he's consistent and mm-hmm. versatile, so that's where I could see for what you give him, right. give him the props like that. I feel like, you know, everybody, in terms of everybody that's out now, I could see them putting Drake in that list in comparison to the artists that are out now, but not, like, of all time. No, but oh, um, no. Like, oh, no. the past. Past ten, maybe fifteen years, yeah, I can see them putting Drake in there. But like, I, other than that, they haven't been thinking on it. And uh, yeah, Schoolboy Q recently put his album out, so I think he's really just talking to kind of still buzz uh-huh. about his album because it was garbage, straight garbage, <laughs> horrible. Fourteen songs are like four out of fourteen songs. I listened to it about four times. Played uh-huh. in the car, like I, I just couldn't get with it. And uh, he's talking, right. talking about. Um, that sucks because I listened to it and I was actually going to listen to it. I'm probably still going to listen to it after the podcast, but I mean, I kind of, I, you know, I take your opinion very seriously. So if you said that it's not, it's not hitting on nothing, I might not listen to it. Just because I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta listen to, it to yourself. I mean, <laughs> listen for yourself. I had, so I talked to a few of my partners uh, just about it and they all were like, yeah, this is good. This is good. I had one other person to kind of agree with me said, you know, he phoned it in, but Everybody else was all hype over it. And I'm like, is it because he hasn't put nothing out in like two, three years? And that may be it. That may be everybody's like, oh, man, he put nothing out in two or three years. I'm excited to hear him. And they're letting that kind of cloud over the fact that he phoned it in on this one. All right. Yeah. And that that's just how I feel about the album. Um, yeah, well. Yeah, well, hey, I, I was hoping that it was going to be some pretty nice. Because the cover, the cover art is sick. Yeah, the cover exactly. Artist, so. I, it had me hype off of that. Uh, this is great. <laughs> did, did the cover art. I like that guy's artwork a lot. Mm-hmm. He a lot of cool things for LA and then everybody else around too, just with his art. So I was hyped to see that. He's been doing a lot of a lot of artist covers lately as well. So um, really cool to see him keep rising up that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, he could he could have came a lot harder, and I'm gonna leave yeah. with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I hate that. I hate that it wasn't as good as what, um, you know, it was people, you know, people are saying that it's pretty good. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'll give my, I'll give a listener, I'll probably start, you know, sometimes I don't like to go straight down. Like, I sometimes I like to shuffle it so I yeah. can see if there's some good stuff in there. But if, it, if I get to, like, you know, four tracks and it's, you know, still not hitting on that, I might just call it a, call it a, uh, you know, Whatever, yeah, not exactly. even listen to the rest of the album. Unfortunately, that's how I do it sometimes. With these albums, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah but um, really. yeah. All right, so um, the NBA playoffs are, are clearly going on right now, and it's a very exciting playoff. Even though the ratings are down nineteen percent, um, you know that's that LeBron effect. <laughs> I was gonna say because nobody's watching it. I'm not watching it because LeBron is not in. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a lot of people that are loyal LeBron fans, and I mean, a, a lot of people are really not watching NBA playoffs because of that. But I promise you that those same people are probably tuning into this game tonight with the Warriors and the Rockets. 
for sure because this is this is this is probably going to be the best uh, game of uh, you know this you know this round. Um, but this this will probably be, in my opinion, I think this will probably be better than whatever the real real NBA finals. Absolutely, is. you're absolutely right. And what's so crazy is I thought that they would put it to where, well, that's the thing though. It's a Western Conference. Sheesh! I wanted to see. I wanted. I wanted the two of them to play in the actual. Uh, what is conference finals? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, how did they have them playing in the like the? This is like what the semifinals. Yeah, it's just like, round. come on! Like, why? Why would like the NBA has to do better? Like, I didn't. I don't get the purpose of that particular thing. Um, and then my thing is, depending on whoever wins, it's not like we're gonna get a matchup. Now, the only way that this is gonna be a better series, um, a better series, a better series than this one with the Warriors and the Rockets, is if the Warriors win and the uh, Portland Trailblazers end up winning. Then we'll get a Damian Lillard matchup with. Curry and Katie and all those guys, that'll probably be good to watch because they always end up playing real well against each other. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they've they also been shut out by, shut out by the Warriors as well. Exactly. They so you, it just depends on which, so, which Portland shows up. Right. So, you know, you never know. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is definitely going to be better than the finals, unfortunately. Um, hate that for the NBA, but, you know, like I said, hopefully Le- LeBron James and the Lakers can get their stuff together. So next year – yeah, so next year we could see them playing against uh, the Warriors. But on to tonight, um, who do you have for the Bucks and the Celtics? Um, I have the Lakers winning because I'm not going back. <laughs> but uh, um, I'm gonna go with Giannis because I'm not a Celtics fan. Never had this, so mm-hmm. I'm going for Giannis. Well, I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that he can bounce back from last game. Didn't play too well. They lost. Um, oh, you I know think- what? Also, Giannis has has a new shoe. With Nike, oh, he they, he just oh, released cool. the pictures of it. It looks pretty cool. Um, uh-huh. they, I don't know why they had such a giant person holding a small ass shoe. I guess that's like the sample model of it, but <laughs> it it looked it looked weird in his hand. But like uh-huh. I've seen some up close pictures of it. It's pretty cool. It's got the reverse swoosh on it. Um, it's called the uh, Freak One. So yeah. I'm interested to see if he's gonna if he does progress further in the playoffs. Are they gonna put some special colorways out for him? Or if they're waiting yeah. for the next season to kind of have him play in that shoe. Because right now he's still been wearing the Kobe. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't got to see the shoe, but um, you said it looks sort of like the Kobe. No, he's been playing in the Kobe. I mean, it is a low-cut shoe. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Like the Kobe, but um, it's, it's different. It has like a reverse swoosh. Um, it's kind of it's kind of like the Paul George 3, but not like the Paul George 3, if that means. I'll, I'll send you a picture of it so you, so you can see it. Okay, cool. So, um, with my pick, I'm going to just go ahead and go with the Celtics. I'm going to have to be real with you. I don't think that it's going to be enough. Even if he goes off tonight, even if um, uh, he goes off, it's not going to work. The Bucks aren't going to have enough um, to beat the Celtics. I think people are underestimating it for some reason. They have Jason Tatum. They have Jalen Brown. They have, they have a really young court. They have a really good squad. Uh, and when they get their pieces put together, they're very good. And the main person that they have to uh, that has to come out and set the tone is Kyrie Irving. So if Kyrie Irving yeah. comes out and he's playing very well, they're going to win easily, and they're probably going to win this series easily. Not, you know, I hate that, but I really wanted to see the Bucks in the finals, but it just does not look like it's going to happen that way. After watching the Celtics blow, blow them out, and they like was just running over them so easily, I'm just like. 
You know, it's, it's you know it's not that much of a turnaround that that is going to be able to happen for you guys to actually be able to compete with these guys right now because they exactly. they just look they just look faster than them. They have better guards. Yes, I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but like I said, I'm hoping that he can at least hope uh, Giannis can at least drop forty at least. Um, you know, make it a show a little bit because he didn't he barely dropped anything last game, and I was surprised by that. So. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's a good game. But like I said, the Celtics, uh, Celtics are still gonna win. <laughs> yeah, they're still, yeah, they're still gonna take. Yeah, we definitely shall see tonight. Um, so the Warriors and the Rockets are uh, um, matching up tonight. This is gonna be a real good game. Um, everybody's been, you know, talking a lot about the officiating, the refs being so terrible, the calls, the play calls. Um, I mean, my thing is with. Harden and 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 I've 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 watched how the Rockets play. They they play like street ballish. Like yeah. you know, it's it's not any kind of structure. Like it's like go down, you know, dribble, do a little, you know, in and out and stuff like that, and you know, try to shoot a shot and then try to lean into the defender so I can get a foul call. You know, like Harden, it's it's repetitive with him. Like it's not. I mean, Harden's and, and a yeah, flopper. he he flops absolutely, absolutely all the time. So. Absolutely, and it's I mean, been working for him. He's been able to do that all season. So when he gets into the playoffs and it's not working for him, then he has, you know, so many issues about the officiating. I'm like, God, my, like, dude, you do this all the time. Like, yeah. like, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying Hart is not a good player because he is. But it's like, when are you just going to take an upfront shot, you know, like try to get some pick and rolls going, you know. There's so many things that these guys can do to try to get hard and open for some shots. But this whole isolation thing and dribble and all this stuff, you're not going to be able to do that against Kevin Durant. He's guarding. Now, you might no. do it against Curry, but hopefully Curry's not the one guarding him half the time. If Curry guards exactly. Harden, he's going to torture him. I know that for sure. Everybody knows that. Curry is not that great on defense. But at the same time, I feel like they have great help defense on the Warriors, um, on the Warriors team, so it will not hurt him as much. But it's Harden shots are going down, they have a problem. The only thing is they missed 33 uh, threes in the first uh, first game, the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Warriors had 20 turnovers. So, yeah, it's just they both had missed – They all, both teams had missed opportunities. You know, this game probably would have went up higher if they would have not had so many opportunities in, in the point range. But they had so many uh, missed opportunities. This game – all I'm saying is, being a Warriors fan, I feel very confident going into this game because, guess what? My team turned over the ball 20 times and they still won. I don't feel like, I don't feel like that the Rockets are going to be able to, you know, I don't see them not winning. You know what I'm saying? I don't see them not winning this series. Um, as far as this game tonight, I'm on the edge about it because I'm, I know the Rockets are going to come out. Um, angry because, uh, you know, the Warriors are stand, talking a lot. Um, they're, you know, they're basically not, I wouldn't say bragging about winning, but um, Steve Kerr made some made some um, comments about Harden and his uh, flopping. And then Curry, I didn't realize it, but Curry was basically laughing at Harden when he stepped out of bounds the last day of the game last game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, it's just they have a lot. They, it's a lot. This, this is going to be a really good series, but I mean, I I still see the Warriors um, coming out with uh, more wins than 
the Rockets. Now, people call me crazy, but this could go for zip. You know? No, no, this, I don't see this, it. This series could go for zip. Well, they have to prove me wrong. If, if they don't win tonight, this is a done deal. Like, this is literally a, a must-win game for the Rockets. Like, they have to win. If they do not win this, this game tonight, it's over. Like, they don't – they're not going to be able to uh, probably come back from that. But I don't know. I don't I'm see the Rockets. I think they'll get maybe two. For sure, one. I see him get at yeah, least one game, and maybe for sure two. one. Yeah, for sure one. I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give you that for sure one. Um, and it might be this game tonight, but as I was saying before, um, I still, I, I'm very confident going into this, uh, going into this series with the with the Warriors. They've played too well, and they have too many playmakers. And my thing is. I think people forgot how good Kevin Durant was. I mean, is it me or just people are just like, like, is he underrated now? I mean, I, I'm not understanding. It's Kevin Durant. Well, I think I think KD has really stepped in stepped into his own these last few years, and is I think if they do win again, unfortunately, they, they're going to really transition and make this team KD's team and not Curry's team as much as it is. So I, now, I, you're, you're absolutely true. right. You're absolutely right. I think so, too. But I, I think also if they do win a ring this year, I will probably bet uh, money that Katie is going to end up leaving just because he wants to show people, you know, his value. You know what I'm saying? I think right, right. that will make him like, feel a lot even better. Even become a winner on, on any team, not just yeah. – like yeah, he I, can I go you to he, he you know he'll win a championship with the Warriors and then go to the Knicks maybe and make them a playoff contender you know like something like that would be what he needs to get his name back in good graces with a lot of legends a lot of people that watch basketball because his mm-hmm. name gets trashed just because he you know he left and he left OKC and went to a seventy three nineteen. Um, are those people wrong for that? No, because at the same time, you were only one game away from beating that same team that you joined. So it's kind of right. just like, you know, no, I, I feel like they, those people are upset and, and they have a reason to be, especially if they're basketball fans, because nobody wants to see stacked teams. But what people don't realize is they, their team looks a lot different now that Katie is the you know, Katie is on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they, they don't look like they don't look like everything is happening so easy the way people say it. You know, like when you think about the Warriors, you think that it's all star stack team, but really in reality, I mean, I think Curry and Durant are really the only two superstars, and then you have Draymond and Clay who are like all star players. You know, they're Clay hasn't been very consistent in the playoffs. Um, I feel like they transitioned into role, into role players more than anything. Yeah, and and Draymond Green, he shows up, he shows up well, but he's also not very consistent. You know, sometimes you'll get you know ten, twelve points out of him, and the next game you might not get any, but you'll get like four rebounds. That can't happen. Is they want to yeah. win? You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be consistent on the board, and I feel like the only consistent players that the Warriors really have are Curry and Durant because they know their value and they know that they have to play well or else the team is not going to even come close to, you know, being able to compete with any other team, especially not in a playoff game. So it's going to be a good uh, – it's definitely going to be a good uh, good game tonight. I think Harden's going to drop 40 again like he did last game. Uh, Chris Paul will probably 
you know, try to come out shooting a lot more this game and expect the Rockets to hit more threes this game. I think that's something that they probably they better. I mean, that's, they're going to they're gonna have to if they want to uh, stay in it. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that they probably looked at and said, you know, haven't even, you know, we couldn't 33 threes miss. That's like a ridiculous, that's a, like a world record. To miss that many threes in a, in a playoff mm-hmm. game. That's ridiculous. So yeah, um, they'll they'll come out playing a lot better. Um, so just expect this game to be very close. And I guess whichever team wants it more will get it. But you know that I have to go with my Warriors because I'm a Warriors fan. What about you? I'm calling the Rockets. I'm I'm saying this may be the the one or two they get. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I guess we'll take that. And also too, Paul Pierce, Chauncey Billups, and um, Jalen Rose all picked the Rockets. Also, Shaq also picked the Charles Barkley also picked the Rockets to win the series. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's picking the Rockets to win the series, and that's so Shaq, crazy Shaq to me. Knows. Huh? Shaq knows. So, wow, I'm, that's I'm crazy because I think that's crazy because I'm like, it's the Warriors though. They're playing against the experienced Warriors team that still have Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry. Like, mm-hmm. what exactly, like, if I'm an NBA GM, am I picking Harden and Chris Paul or am I picking Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry? Like, there's no way I'm giving up a, a chance to get Kevin Durant, arguably pretty much the best player in the world. And then you got Curry, who's also in, like, top five. There's no way I'm doing that. So I'm not necessarily understanding where these people, where these analysts are saying that the Rockets are going to just easily win. But you know that's mm-hmm. the, that's where the Warriors hate comes from. A lot of people want to see the Warriors lose, so I can understand where it's coming from with that. Um, I think right. a lot of people are just tired of seeing them in it, though. Like at the same time. Yeah, I mean, tired a, of seeing them into the thing. Yeah, it could be. A, it could be. Uh, you know, both. But I, I still feel like you have to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're the champions and they have the best player in the world, and not. One of the, they have really the best shooting tandem in Clay Thompson and uh, Curry, so it's like I just don't. I, I'm still not, you know. I understand you don't want to see him win, but come on, let's be realistic here. Like you just have to be realistic, and you know, I'm pretty sure that they're, they're going to change their picks tonight once once they've seen that first game. All right, so is there anything else that uh you want to nah, touch was, on for the podcast? That was it. That was it. It'll be interesting to see these games tonight. I'm I'm gonna watch the highlights tomorrow morning. I'm not actually watching them. <laughs> I'm in, in protest mode, so <laughs> Yes, yeah, so you so you're not gonna watch the game. No, I'm gonna I'll watch the highlights or something. But. Gotcha. All right, one more thing too. Um Nipsey Hustle uh fans are, are rallying to try to get a blue crayola crayon named after him. Called the Nipsey Blue. Um do you think yeah, that's I think, I think they I think they got it passed already. I think so they're going to rename the crayon. So, so they're going to rename the crayon Nipsey Blue. Yeah, yeah. I read one article that said that. I'll have to double check it, but that's like yesterday I read that. Do you think that this is the right decision? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, there there's so many different colored blues in the world, especially like if you had that 64 pack of crayons back in the day as a child. You knew mm-hmm. they had like six different blues in there, so I mean, there's like the regular blue, there's navy blue, uh, like dark blue, robin's blue, a whole bunch of different ones. So I, why not name it Nipsey Blue? They have a Tiffany blue, 
like the box from the jewelry store. So why not? I I think it's really cool. Right. Um, on episode fifty-seven, um, episode fifty-seven, I basically said that um, Damian Damian Lillard was a better point guard than Russell Westbrook. What do you think about that now? Are you still rocking with Westbrook, or are you still rocking? Or are you rocking with Damian? I like Russell Westbrook. I, okay. I'm not gonna say I don't like Damian Lillard. He, he's kind of boring to me. Okay. So I, I'm still rocking with Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's a totally fine. So, um good answer but you know I'm definitely going with Daniel Lilly he's actually become after that performance he's actually become one of my favorite point guards in the league um I just love that I love that performance and how he did it uh but hopefully he can he can do something in this series so we won't just forget about that game and just be like you know just a whatever a game also too little Nas X also responded back to Dave East We, we mentioned that on our last episode on episode 57 where we were saying that um, how Davies kind of criticized the other song. Lou Nas X actually came back out and said he didn't give an F about what Davies was saying. And I actually absolutely love that response just because, you know, some of these older rappers have to realize that, you know, your your opinion is not everything. Um, I think he did that in, in the right manner. And I feel like, unfortunately, that's what needed to be said. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even understand why I was even brought up, but um, yeah, he mentioned, he mentioned that in the interview and said he didn't care about what Davies had to say. Mhm. And I mean, I I think it probably goes both ways. I don't think Davies really cared what, what he had to say either right. that much, besides him just speaking on it the first time. I think well, the, the thing is, the thing is, Davies can't say he didn't care about what he said when you mentioned not mentioning out your mouth. You know, like that's the thing. You can't basically say you don't care about how, like, how somebody feels about something when you've mentioned it. Like, you bought that guy's name in your mouth without him even probably listening to your music or really, you know, it was kind of like, you know, you you should expect a response out of anybody, especially when it was said. So even if he didn't intend to, um, to for him to care. Obviously, he's gonna care because you mentioned his name, like you you mentioned Little Nas X. So Dave East kind of was set up. That was you know a setup, you know. And even if he says he doesn't care, I mean, he did like two videos about it, so clearly he cared. Um, so, but I think Dave East is better than that. I want to hear some new music from him. Mm-hmm. Honestly, let's forget about yeah, this he, whole Little Nas X thing. Yeah, let's get some new music. Yeah, let's get some new music out instead of that, because I don't even care about that Lil Nas X thing. I definitely want to hear some new Davies music. All right, so um, episode fifty-eight. That's pretty much it. Um, is there anything else? Because I I think we're missing something. I know Frankie Beverly also said um that Beyonce's "Before I Let Go" nod was a high point of his life. So yeah, he was definitely loving it. Yeah, the the remake. Yeah, that's really cool. So that's really cool to get a, a a nod. I'm pretty sure he had already knew that that was gonna come out. I'm pretty sure she already had let him listen to it, but mm-hmm. she probably did, he probably didn't know it was gonna make the actual, um, you know, like actual um, album, I guess. And it, it's actually that, kind of ready. The fact that it's so well received as well, because that I mean that's a classic song. So right, People and it's have, actually. Have, tried to take classic songs and remix them and bring them to, like, the new sound, 
and has like dropped the ball horribly, but for her to execute that so well, I think right. that that's also you know. And the crazy sense. thing is, it's actually turned on the radio too. So. Yeah, it is. All right, um, that's gonna end our episode fifty-eight. Um, Joe, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, no and problem. No we problem. will be back, guys, to um get our episode fifty-nine out there, and we, you know, we'll talk about our regular topics of what's going on. All right. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Also, too, we hit 2,000 plays, so I was really happy about that. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, that's really lit. And I had just downloaded the SoundCloud Pulse app because the Pulse app kind of gives you the stats in a way. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really able to see them on the mobile app. So I, I downloaded that and 2,000 plays. So, yeah, that's pretty lit. So keep continuing, to, continue to listen. And like I said, we're going to continue to drop episodes. And hopefully we can get back in for the visuals. We really, we really missed doing the visual. All right, Joe. Thank you so much again, and uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. For sure. Thank you all for listening. Peace.